0: I'm Mark Satter, and I cover defense for CQ Roll Call. As Congress and the Pentagon struggle to understand the extent of extremism in the military and what to do about it, experts and those with direct experience say the armed forces have a problem. I spoke with Chuck Week, a veteran and a former white supremacist who, in the 1980s, recruited over a dozen active-duty Marines and sailors to the white supremacist movement. Leek worked on helicopters in the Navy and was based in San Diego. He says that while there, he could be rather explicit about his racist views, even in front of his commanders. Leek joined forces in San Diego with Tom Metzger, a leader of the white supremacist movement and the former Grand Dragon of the California KKK. Leek told me that he and Metzger targeted service members for recruitment, but they weren't looking to make any waves. In fact, they wanted people who would blend in they recruited would-be white supremacists who were clean-cut, without tattoos or criminal records. The plan, as Leak put it, was to bring those people into the white supremacist movement and install them in positions of power across the military, law enforcement, and society more broadly. From those positions, the recruits would be able to assist extremists in what they believe is a coming race war, with their ultimate goal being the establishment of a white ethnostate within the U.S. And To that end, military personnel are prized recruits for white supremacists. Researchers say that extremist groups highly value military veterans for their training, access to weapons, and leadership skills. But experts in the Pentagon agree nobody truly knows how many extremists are serving the military, and there's never been a concerted effort by the military to track them. In February, Pentagon spokesman John Kirby told reporters that the full breadth of the issue is just not clear. And therein lies the problem for Congress. Dozens of veterans and active duty service members participated in the January 6th Capitol riot and pushed the military's extremism problem into the forefront. But lawmakers are now divided over how or even whether to proceed. That dynamic played out at a March House Armed Services hearing when Mike Rogers of Alabama, the top Republican on the panel, said that the country lacks any concrete evidence that violent extremism is rife in the military, as some commenters claim. Chairman Adam Smith warned that the committee would continue to pursue the issue, saying that they would talk about it whether or not it aligned with the ranking member's worldview. But despite differences, other lawmakers are pressing on with their efforts. Congresswoman Jackie Speier who also chairs the Armed Services Military Personnel Subcommittee, has urged President Biden to issue an executive order that would require the Pentagon to screen the social media accounts of incoming recruits. And Spears' office is in discussions with the administration over new policies on extremism, they say. Maryland Democrat Anthony Brown, also a member of the Armed Services Committee and a veteran himself, says he plans to offer an amendment to this year's NDAA that would better define what constitutes a service member's participation in an extremist group and make it easier to oust those who do? Brown said he would also propose that Congress authorize the Pentagon to collect data about service members who belong to extremist groups, as they have in the past.